grateful that you've come on the show today to tell us about this process because we must tell these stories. We Good evening, America. Good morning, Australia, and welcome to everyone across the globe. This is the Artist and Author Hour with Kez Wickham St. George, and I'm your host, co-host rather, Tony Lontis. Now, before we get on with the show, just a couple of things. We've been a little missing in action the last couple of weeks due to a number of things outside our control. Uh, Number one has been the incredible devastating floods down the whole east coast of Australia. So that's an area from the top of Queensland right down to Victoria almost. And uh, the impact of that has meant that for some of us, we've had no power, uh, no internet, no mobile phone, no landline, which has put me out of action last week at the very least. And I'm so glad to be back with you today. Now, this show, the uh, Author and Artist Hour, is on every week, and you can catch up on any of our shows on Binge Networks USA and the Tony TV channel app on all Roku, LG, and Samsung smart TVs across the planet. Uh, if you'd also like to catch up, you can watch on YouTube, and that's just Tony Lontis on YouTube. Now, each week we have been taking part in the international movement that acknowledges the special and important role the Indigenous communities play in the development of our country's cultural identity. So this morning I want to respectfully acknowledge the people of the Yugamba language region that's on the Gold Coast, Queensland, Australia, the traditional owners of the land in which we broadcast, and I pay my respects to the Elders past and present and all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here listening today. Now, my gorgeous co-host, Kez Wickham St. George, is a number one best-selling author, author's mentor. She's an artist in her own right and provides amazing video book reviews. I couldn't think of anyone better to co-host the art author and artist hour with me, but the gorgeous Kez Wickham St. George. And before I introduce you to Kez, I need to introduce you to our wonderful guest today, Diana Smith. And she is inspiring young minds. Diana is a self-published author of three children's books with different illustrators. Diana Smith is an early education professional, a mompreneur, a busy wife, a mother of two adorable kids, living and loving life in the gorgeous beachside town of Yenup, Western Australia. I don't think I've said that right. That's okay. We'll clarify in a minute. Originally from Dunedin in New New Zealand, Diana's love of reading came from her mum and her big sister at an early age, reading the wonderful series of Winnie the Pooh and Beatrix Potter. Diana says, these authors inspired and influenced me greatly into wanting to become a writer myself. It wasn't until Diana met her now husband, Kerry, while doing a writing course that Diana started believing in her own dream of writing becoming a reality. Diana showed the first draft of my grateful book to a friend who is now her agent and suddenly the dream 
took on a life of its own. Diana is enjoying the good feedback so far and plans on producing an entire series focused on life lessons for small children. Welcome to the show, Diana. We're delighted to have you here. Welcome back, Kez. It's so good to see you today. Um, I'm going to hand over to Kez for the first round of questions and welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. Diana, how are you? Thanks for having me. (laughs) I'm good. You're good? There you go. <laughs> I love the way you text me so early in the morning. I thought, who's that? <laughs> I got my times all wrong. I was thinking I could leisurely have breakfast, wait till 11 o'clock, and then I went, oh, wait, that's standard Eastern time. We're <laughs> going in about half an hour. You're here. That's the main thing. Yeah, I looked a little bit different when I I read your text. I'll tell you that. I was like, well, who's that? (laughs) It's lovely to see you on screen, Diana. How are you keeping? Very well. Yeah, through the COVID nonsense, all good? Yes, yes. It's, It's just hard, though, that we can't go into the schools and read our books at the moment. Yes, it would be. Yeah. So, Diana, my first question to you is, um, you've published, I think it's seven books now, isn't it? Mm, yes. Yes, yeah, seven, seven books. Yeah. And you are recently just published your seventh one? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, which one is that one? Hold it up to the screen so I can see it. Okay. Um, that's the awareness one. This one here. Mm. My awareness. Okay. That goes with the Grateful series. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I know that book, yeah. I just did a review on it, didn't I? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. I love the wording in it. And it's really um, well put together, yeah. My grateful so, book, my welcome book that I had, these were the old covers. Yes. And then yeah. I have had them all redesigned, so now that they all look the same. Oh. Nice. Gosh, you're so well organised. I have to search for my book. Where I put them? Where I put them? <laughs> That's beautiful. Yes, well, you had me dust. You had me dusting the bookshelf last night. <laughs> <laughs> we can't see the dust from where we are. That's right. Well, there isn't any now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're from Dunedin, um, and we're both. We're both New Zealanders. We're both Kiwis. Um, and I've actually must say I've never been to Dunedin. So, yeah, my husband has. I have never been there. I, I've got all around. My mum was born in Dunedin, actually, so I'm a little bit Dunedinite, I guess. I can claim that, <laughs> aren't I? So t- tell me more about your books. Tell me what drove you, what was the leading guide to begin writing your story book? Oh my goodness! Well, it's funny. It was an ex. Well, it was an accident, but it's funny because I wrote my grateful book when I was younger, and I also wrote another one five that I've got up there when I was younger on an old typewriter. Remember those? Oh, wow. <laughs> no. And am I younger than you? <laughs> I had put them in a drawer. I hadn't thought about them for years. Um, and then I was an education assistant, and I hurt my back. And so I was, I had to have a back operation and I was off work for a while. And the specialist said to me, you need something to strengthen your back. So I found a yoga instructor 
And as women do, when we were working out, we got chatting and she was the editor of the local newspaper up here. Mm-hmm. She's an amazing lady. She's a child psychologist. She's editor of lots of things. And she said to me one day, I'm touring around Australia with me and my family. Sorry, I won't be around for a while. And then I got this text, I'm so bored. I'm not working. <laughs> we're travelling around Australia. I've got nothing to do. And I don't know what made me do it. I sent her a pay the book of my grateful book and I sent her Clive and I put them in an envelope and I sent them to her and I just said, do you think I could do anything with these? And she came back and she said, I know the perfect illustrator for my grateful book. And she put me in touch with Sarah. And the funny thing is, Sarah, we met in 2016. I went and saw her and she did some drawings for me and it was just exactly what I pictured. And I remember leaving me and going, wow, this could actually happen. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the way it happens, isn't it? All of a sudden you realise every possibility. It is. I didn't tell my family until it was a book. Yeah. Because you're a bit bit iffy. Oh, is it going to work? Is it not? But then when I had it in my hand, oh, my goodness. And it's funny because I talk about butterfly kisses and things in it, which is something my brother used to do to me. And I suddenly realised that this book is all about, we went to visit my brother in Sydney for his 21st. He was over there. Mm-hmm. And I was about seven. And he was the one that taught me butterfly kisses and they used to run me big baths with bubble baths, so that got me into the water and the beaches. And then it wasn't till last year I was walking upstairs and my parents had taken me to the markets. And you know how you get your pictures drawn at the yes. markets? Oh, nice. So that was me in Sydney when I was about seven. Yeah. This is what Sarah drew in my book. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It looks like me when I was seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was your first book. Yes. The, the Grateful Book was your first book. What was the um, – I know you had a, you have a series of Grateful Books. But then you have well, a set pattern. Yes. Oh, no, I was just going to say because the publisher that I was, who was helping me then said, you can't just have one book. That's right. And I went, but I haven't written since I was a kid. I don't know if I can, if it's still there. But sat down at the computer and the welcome book was there. <laughs> That's so, a lovely yeah. story. I, I think all authors go through it, but it's the way we... It's the way we sort of walk through that tunnel of who holds out their hand to help pieces I can illustrate, you know, because your words are beautiful in the book. They're just beautiful. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we had a poetry book coming out soon because the beginning, I've noticed that in your writing, your words are beginning to flow, which means, to me, it means there's a poet there somewhere. Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) Challenge. Yeah. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Yeah, so, excuse me, there is also not only your your first lot of books you bought out, but I really fell in love with your books about dogs. Tell us about, about them. Mm. Oh, Bruiser. <laughs> um, we've got an old dog, Dash, um, and we bred her a few years ago and she had puppies and we kept one of the boys, Bruiser. And I... I don't know. At the end of our street, we live in a cul-de-sac, 
So we've got a beautiful park at the bottom of the street. So every morning and evening we go down to the park and chase the ball, and he just loves it. Um, and I was walking around the park one day and I remembered there was a book when I was a kid. Um, it was a black and white book and it was a boy with a red balloon. I think it's even called the boy with a red balloon. I'm not too sure. But I thought, oh, you can write a book with a little boy and bruiser maybe. That could be a story. Um, but then when I started writing bruiser, it, the little boy disappeared. It was just bruiser seeing the birds at the park and the frogs and everything at the park. And it's even got his friends at the park that he plays with. So I was so excited to take the book to the park and say, look, here's your dog. <laughs> That's gorgeous. I mean, I have reviewed those books and because I've met Bruiser and I've met the other one, the, the I think it was the dad, was it was the mum or the dad? Mum. Bruiser? Mum. Yeah, yeah, I met them both when you were camping up this way. Um, beautiful dog, a big, strong, husky dog. Yeah, not, not a tiny little small dog, a dog that lets you know they're around. Um, yeah, yes, the books are beautiful and they're so true. Uh, I mean, the, the image that the illustrations paint and your words to it, they, you know, I could, I could relate. I actually related to the dog. I thought, this is wonderful. So well done. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah, when we did Bruiser at the Park, we I didn't think there would be another one, but then we went up to the beach one day and I suddenly realised, oh, you put Bruiser in the book. What about Dash? That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> so then Bruiser, Bruiser and Dash at the beach came out and it's all about, like, they lose their ball in the waves and then all these fish help them bring the ball back. So it's great for kids to learn about teamwork and cooperation and... Yes. And then Bruiser goes camping. Well, that was just because we go camping with Bruiser. That's right. And it's, it's weird because it's to see your life in the book. Like it's got our camper and it's got our house and it's got our car. Yeah. And it's funny because the illustrator Julie is in Florida. So <gasps> when I got the first pictures back of the car, my husband pointed out steering wheel was on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. I wouldn't have picked that up. Yeah. But yeah, no, with Rosa at the park, Julie Weaver, the lady who illustrates it and does the beautiful pictures, her daughter is a singer. So I sent her the words to Rosa at the park and she put it to music. So now yeah. Rosa's a nursery rhyme. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Now, the, I haven't heard the nursery rhyme. I've read all the books. So I haven't heard the nursery rhyme. Oh, where, where would I get? Where does that come into it? Does, it's does it on my YouTube. What? Yeah, it's on, on my YouTube channel. But my wonderful social media guy, because I, being old, I said to him, "So what do I do? Do I put the nursery rhyme on a CD at the back of the book?" He said, "No, you sweetheart. We get a QR code, <laughs> and all I do is he's given me a sticker with the QR code on it, and I just stick it on the back of the book." And so oh, people just put their phone on and they can listen to it. It takes it straight to the to my YouTube channel. So it's good because they can listen to I've done some meditations on there around my books. So they can listen to the meditations, they can listen to bruises, nursery rhymes, they can listen to anything they want. Diana 
sorry, sorry Tony, go. <laughs> I was going to say, Diana, just going back to the Grateful Books, um, what was it that you wanted to um, teach little ones about grateful and being grateful? I think with um, my children's father, um, yes. he was a bit of an abusive alcoholic. Yes. <laughs> so I think these are lessons when I got out of that relationship and realised that um, I, I was good enough and mm. the benefits of gratitude and yeah. that we are allowed to have feelings like in the awareness yeah. book, I think they're lessons that I had to learn, relearn again. Yeah. And so I, I'm, I think I've written these in the hope that if I teach it to kids constantly, mm. yeah. they won't lose they won't, they'll keep remembering the benefits of yeah. gratitude and especially in my welcome book where it says you're good enough. I mean, I'm hoping when mums read it, they get that too. And, Diana, you normally, when schools are open and everything's kind of uh, back to normal, normally you go into schools and, and read your books in, in schools? Yeah, yeah, and I have um, gratitude games and I've oh. got giant jingo with different questions on it like um yeah oh, when they play it like um what's something you did well recently what's your favorite animal oh wow what's your favorite song just different activities that they can do and of course that's been based on your experience as an educator for young children as well yeah yeah, trying to teach them something while making it fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that kids um, understand gratitude? What At what age, from your experience, do they start to begin to understand gratitude and understand the importance of it? I think that when they're young, they, they experience it, but I don't think they really get the, they understand the benefits of it. Until they're a bit older. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fair right when they get to school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what just... age group are the Grateful Books aimed and the series aimed at? Is there a particular age? Um, about one to seven. Yes. Although I have, I have read them to, um, I went to one school and she said, I've got 100 children and they're age eight. And I went, oh, yeah. they might be the... Um, they might be a bit old for the books, but no, they still enjoyed it. They still, they love doing the the lessons on gratitude and yeah, good, uh, good. Kiz, yeah, I, I, in, my, in my mind, I can see because when you're not allowed in the schools anymore, you know, you need to get you need to get on the screen and you need to be mm. able to to video yourself reading a book and doing action songs. I mean. You know, I've known you for a while, and you're a fabulous educator. So, uh, putting your putting your um, your thoughts and how children should be perceived and how the kids should see the world this, these days, it's all in your box. So, they are fabulous books. You know, don't ever doubt yourself about that because they really are. All of my grandchildren are from the age of fifteen. No, I think that you're fifteen down. I've got your books. 
Uh, my neighbor's kids have got your books. Um, and that's four houses going down the road. Every time you give me a book, I pass it on really quickly. And I can see them in the backyard reading it. So they are interested in, in learning a kinder world and learning yeah. to be grateful, you know, because at the moment, um, you know, I just want to send all your books over to the Ukraine, to be honest. So here, have a read. You know, it'll teach you something. It's it's you have a genuine gift. You really do to pass on to to the younger generation. So, what's your next adventure? Um, uh, like I said, I've just done some meditations around the books that kids can listen to, um, and I've just started doing some lesson plans around each book. Oh, um, like I've done one about being good enough, um, and I've done because in the grateful book I talk about water and water is my happy place. If I'm in the pool or in the shower or waterfalls, anything to do with water just it inspires me. For so I always come up with a good idea when I'm around water. <laughs> so I've written a lesson plan on water, and I think <clears throat> I've just to with me and my social media man maybe try to figure out something online that kids can, can watch mm. since they can't get into the classroom. I see there's a, um, you have a favourite quote. Can you tell us what it is? About the staircase? Oh, it'll be the staircase. Yeah. Just taking one step at a time. And I've got this, my wonderful life coach, Annette Stanton, and she always brings me back to keep it simple because it is just one step at a time. Yes. And it's yes, funny, I'm my, my brother just got me onto the book, The Boy, The Mole, The Fox and The Horse. Uh-huh. And in that book it says something about the, um, the, the little boy is guiding the horse and he says, I can't see far ahead. And the horse says, well, can you just see your next step? And mm. he says, yes, I can. Just take that. Yes, I agree. Just one step at a time. But, you know, we all we all run ahead. We sort of get lost, don't we? We always think, hang on, I should go back. <clears throat> Tony? Um, I am resonating with that at the moment in being in the current circumstances that we are. And um, you get to a point where there's you can't do any more until, um, for example, the assessor comes and assesses the damage. So you're in like a holding pattern. And at that point, you can only just do one step at a time. You've then got to sit and wait and then the next step will come along and then the next step will come along and then you'll be down the track and it will all be be over. Um Diana, the staircase quote, does it have um, extra special meaning to you for some reason? Yes, because I'm very impatient. <laughs> yes. And I was wanting everything now. Why isn't yes. it happening now? <laughs> I can identify I just, with that. I just wanted to leap ahead. And um, the other thing I don't do is recognize how far I've come yes um, or what I've done during the week even I don't look back and go oh wow I did that because <laughs> um, Diana seven children's books and the associated programs games workshops etc that is an achievement you know 
Yeah. As an amazing legacy for you and your family as well. And it, sometimes it hits me that, oh, my goodness, when I'm not around, these books still will be. They will. I've left, I've left something to people. Absolutely. Yeah. It That's does. <clears throat> More importantly, Diana, perhaps you've left something with a child. Mm. You know, yes. that, that's where your footsteps are. <coughs> Excuse me, in, ch- in children's hearts. You mm. know, so when they read a book, they know that they can take that step and they know that everything is, if it's done with gratitude, everything's possible. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So you've that's done like, that. It's okay to have feelings. We've all got feelings. <laughs> mm, we have. I haven't told you about Clive. No, tell me about Clive. Well, Clive's the class. Yeah, the adventures <laughs> of Clive. He's up here. Now, he's the one. Look, he was written on a typewriter. <laughs> An old typewriter. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. But this is Clive. Now, I wrote him when I was a teenager, and I, um, and he was another one that got put in a drawer. Oh. Now, I, I worked for a dentist. And the dentist's daughter is an artist. And one day my boss's wife said, oh, you should do a book with Rhea one day. And I went, oh, I haven't written anything. And then I pulled out Clive and I took it to her and said, what do you think? And she said, oh, yes, I'd love to do that. I can just see it now. So she spray paints from pictures. Oh. And she spray paints them on big boards. Look at this. This is two of the pages. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my, that's beautiful. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I've got all the painting, all the pages of books on paintings like this, which is amazing. So bruises above the dining room. Um, but she said, I need a picture of a little girl. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, my goodness, my children are all grown up. So I got my niece to come over with her little friend. Oh. <laughs> so that's my niece and her little friend. So then I had called them Sarah and something, I don't know what I called them back then. So then I changed the words in the book to Adeline and Angus. So it's actually now a story with my niece in it. Beautiful. That's definitely a legacy you've left behind there. There's Bruce again. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Diana. The photographer had a... So when we're talking about illustrations for children's books, um, do you actually go looking for someone or does it – it seems to me that the, the universe draws them to you because the, the <laughs> spray painter was your dentist's daughter and then she's done the beautiful spray painting images and then a photographer comes along and – photographs the yeah. image I'm assuming and then it goes yeah. into your book so is has that organic um way to get your illustrations done has that been the way through the whole of the books that just when you've thought oh, I need yeah. someone to illustrate this it's kind of connected you with the person that you needed to be connected with to illustrate it the book it has Ooh. like with Brooke putting me onto Sarah the dentist suggesting Rhea and yes. then um Julie, I found on Facebook, she was a pet portrait. She does pet portraits. Yeah. And I just messaged her and I said, oh, I really like your pictures. Mm -hmm. 
she said, well, go on Google, go on Guru and have a look yeah. at my work. Um, uh-huh. Guru is an amazing place. They've got artists and things in there and you just put, you pick an artist that you like mm-hmm. and send them your book and then they'll send you a quote back whether they want to do it or not. Mm. And, Diana, did you always want to do, like, um, uh, painting-type images for your children's book? Did you toy with the idea of, of, of real photography at any stage or this is you like this kind of genre of uh, painting for illustrating your books? Yeah, no, I, I like the painting side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Good. They're yeah. certainly beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was funny. Um, I stalked Kez on Facebook too. That's how we first met. <laughs> Everyone stalks I, Kez. She's <laughs> everywhere, which is wonderful for the world. Yes, well, um, an English publishing company had offered to publish one of my books. Um, mm-hmm. But you have to pay them and then I think they take your book and you kind of lose. It's not your, your baby anymore. You lose mm. control. They do what they want with it. And, I'm like, oh. and then Kiz popped up as a New Zealand author and I went, oh, I might just ask her the questions. Kiz, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. She's like, no, 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 let me help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And seven so, books later. <laughs> yeah. So have you had the same publisher the whole way through, Diana? No. Um, I had a publisher that helped me with the Grateful Book and the Welcome Book. Um mm-hmm. And then um, after that, I've just done them all myself. Um, yeah. I'm part of uh, Everything Publishing Academy on Facebook. Yes. And she's an amazing lady. She helps you with your self-publishing, any advice, questions, people you need to connect with, she's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the name of that lady? Karen McDermott. Oh, my God. Where did that name pop up again? <laughs> again. That girl is um, everywhere. Diana, there's um, there's a couple of questions here that I I would really like to to talk to you about the way you communicate with kids and we've talked about your schools and um, reading in schools and stuff like that, but you're also a um, full-time, you work with a dentist full-time as the office manager. So how do you get time? there's, There's people listening out there think, okay, she goes to schools, how can I get her to come and talk to me or I do a video of her reading the book? How would they, um, they must be wondering how you do all this. Yeah, in my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have lessened my hours at the dentist so that I can spend more time with the books and things. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just email me or call me. Um, we can do Zoom calls. Okay. Yeah. And you have a YouTube channel too, Diana. Yeah, you have a YouTube yes. channel as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I've got up to something like twenty-four subscribers. Oh, <laughs> right. so let's get yeah. let's try and get some more subscribers for Diana. Mm. That would be good. I'd really love everyone to jump on and subscribe to Diana's YouTube channel. And the team listening in the background will pop the link in uh, the chat box. And everywhere that you're yeah. watching this interview from, you will have links to all of Diana's YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Um, what else have we got? YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. 
um, and of course a YouTube channel. And oh, wow. I'm guessing I'm guessing that you can connect from all of those socials as well, Diana. Um, yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Because mm. I do get, you know, the other night I got a question uh, sent to me. Do you know a, a good children's author? Mm. And I went. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. You know, you know a few. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but I, you know, because you're so um, the word isn't available, but you do make yourself available to help other people write books. So, man, I, I just throw people their names your way, and we swap names, etc. And um, there's there's quite a few people in the states that are very interested in what you do, uh, and yeah, I noticed that it's amazing. I get more reviews yes. from America. Yes. And I do from Australia. Yeah, yes. you will do. Yeah. America is just, it's a, such a bigger marketplace mm. for everyone to be in. It's why I use American broadcast platforms because there's just a bigger audience and a bigger mm. a place to talk about. And your books are beautiful, Diana, so the world should see them uh readily and be a, and there's with technology today there's no reason why you can't be connected with a huge following in the US yeah there's no reason at all now the other question I had for you is what's the easy feat I'm reading about oh gosh <laughs> that was an interesting adventure and then COVID blew it out of the water. Um, we, uh, it's a funny story because we went on our honeymoon to Hamilton Island and when we came back, the battery was flat in the car. So we asked, we had some jumper leads and we asked one of the workmen if they could jumpstart us and they said our policy isn't, we're not allowed, sorry. So we had to wake someone up at 1 o'clock in the morning to come and jumpstart us. <laughs> so... As we were leaving the airport, the man said, if someone had a jump starter out here, they'd make a fortune because apparently with the new immobilizers, it was flattening all the batteries. <laughs> yes. So yes. then I got online and I was searching for battery charges that you could maybe put in a vending machine that you could mm. have at the airport so that people couldn't, wouldn't call out the RAC. They could just yep. jump start their own car. But I was buying all these battery charges and nothing was powerful enough to start we had a big four-wheel drive nothing was powerful enough to start it unless it was this size it was huge and it's yeah. not going to affect the vending machine but i'd also got hold of a vending machine man and spoken to him yeah the battery charges kind of went by the wayside and i've forgotten about <laughs> he contacted me and said i've got this man in australia who's starting up a business it's called roller soul and we're putting yeah. flat ballet shoes and vending machines and nightclubs so that when girls have sore feet, they've got something to put on. Yeah. Went, oh, that sounds That's a like good idea. It is. So we bought the first two vending machines. They were already in a nightclub. All I had to do was stock it up, and that was great. Um, then Rollersol changed their packaging, and it wouldn't oh. fit in our machines. Now, oh. when we went back to Rollersol about it, they said that the man who had sold us the machines had got them made up here in Australia, he hadn't actually bought the proper roller saw machine. Ah. So it wasn't his problem. So then we <laughs> were kind of in the middle. Oh, good. Stuff. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't sure what to do when 
um, I went back home to see my mother and my brother was on this site one day and it's called Alibaba. Yes. And I said, what's Alibaba? And he said, where have you been? Do you live under a rock? Alibaba, Alibaba has sells everything. everything. <laughs> and I yeah. went, oh, do they sell flat ballet shoes? <laughs> mm. Yes, they've got everything. So then we went to spoke to somebody legally and we hadn't signed any contracts with Rollasol or anything. So then we were yeah. able to change change. We were able to brand it ourselves, so we called it Easy Feet. That was the name my husband came up with. Yeah. And we bought the shoes from Alibaba ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it was doing really well, so we bought three more machines, and they were yeah. all in nightclubs doing really well. The women loved them. The yes. casino loved the fact that the girls had another option. It was mm. either before it was put on your shoes or get out. Now it was go and buy a pair of shoes, flat shoes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was doing really well. And the bags turned, I mean, the the um, the wrapping around the shoe becomes a bag for you to put your high heels in. Oh, oh nice. that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That's so brilliant. So they were doing really well. And then COVID hit and all the nightclubs shut down. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> so COVID. I had five vending machines in my house and thousands of pairs of shoes. <laughs> oh, Diana. But... <laughs> You'll be able to, like, it'll go back to you being able to put them into to mm. nightclubs, won't it, soon? Yeah. Yeah, it should start up again, yes. I think people are starting to go out again now. The only thing is mm. I think we're about to get hit. I mean, we're about to get it like over Easter's had it. Yes, like we so had it, yeah. It could yeah. be a year or two before. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, challenging <laughs> times. But oh, what a great idea. What yeah. a great idea. Have you thought about putting them in other states? Like, you know, Sydney, for instance. Yeah, now that's a good idea. Or even we did think train stations, but they said no, they just wanted food. I thought train stations. <laughs> yeah, I thought train I was going to say, who cares about women's feet? <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be great between the, the woman going to work and going oh, out. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It, I thought it would be handy, but. I think it's a brilliant idea, Diana. Yeah, I'd be going the other states that they're all open. I'd bypass Western Australia for a little while and go into the other states. It's a brilliant idea. Because, oh, yeah. girls, we know how our feet get. Oh. I remember when I was younger how my feet would feel at the end of the day. Uh, like now it's just you know that your feet are going to be not great by the end of the day if you're wearing high heels. Um, but for young women having uh, something, a flat to put on and a bag to carry their high heels in, what a great idea. Why mm. haven't someone thought of this sooner? <laughs> I did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing, they'll have books in um, vending machines. Now, what a good well, idea is a thing. that would be. Oh, there it is, is a thing. already? Yes. yes, it is a thing. Yes. It oh, is a really? Thing. Yes. Ah, because imagine if you had a child's book vending machine at an airport. For parents who've forgotten to pack books for kids for a long, short, medium flight, mm. what a great idea that would be! Mm. Yeah, the um, you need to yeah. get into the bookshops and the airports, maybe. Yeah. yeah, you don't need a book. You don't need a bookshop then. You've got your own vending machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. know. I'm just 
just thinking of you know how busy parents get and when you're trying to get kids ready for a trip and and you're trying to remember all the things that they need to pack in their bag and oops forgot the books Um, because it's definitely something that keeps them occupied on a trip oh yes a lot of it is uh, screen work these days so the more books you get onto your screen yeah yeah, because now people are flying all over the world again yeah, that's right. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> it's um, yeah, it's going to be big. Because even yeah, if they cool. even if they bought one book and it had the QR code on the back that took you to um mm. YouTube, um and you and yeah, so yeah, even see, one book yeah. could lead to a whole, right. you know, yeah. I've just started reading them. I've just started sending I'm, my social media man me reading yes. the book. So if the yes. parents don't have time to read it. Absolutely. The child can look at the pictures and I'm actually reading them the story. Yeah. Fantastic. I've, I've look, done we've... my grateful stories. I've just got to read the bruiser one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Diana, I know that you're, you're, you've got a real love of children's books. Have you ever thought about older children, teenagers, adult books, or are children's books your first and foremost love? Well, my children's books are my first love. Yeah. Um, but I'm not. I'm not putting myself in a box and saying, "Oh, my yes. children's all about." Mm. Um, I am writing a story that is for adults. Um, it's going to take years to write. <laughs> yeah, they're but they're I longer. Have started that. Children's yeah. books are yeah. Children's books are quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a few, <laughs> few months and, you know, it's done. Yes. But this one is, oh, oh. but, yeah, um, in saying that, I was listening to an author the other day who said it took 10 years to write their book, so. Yeah, really? it does. Mm-hmm. Unless she cares. I've got time. Unless she cares. Cares writes quickly and she writes big books big books quickly so um but you know sometimes there's uh, innovative ways so i'm started working on my next book and i've got not time to type so i'm actually voice recording it yeah. um as i go every time i think of something that i want to put into the next book i'll voice record it on my little recorder thing and um eventually i'll i'll put it uh, translate it and put it into a freeform document. But, yeah, time is uh, a little challenging for me. So I find that having that little voice recorder, which looks a bit like this, a bit like this, oh, and it just plugs. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it just plugs directly into the computer and you can just record as I think because I – I'm trying to record as my brain thinks of uh, subject matter, and then I'll I'll figure it out later. But I wanted to. So get as you're saying it, put it up. Yeah, yes. Well, as you're saying it, it You can do that with Word anyway. If you mm. set up Word on your computer in the top right hand side, I think there's a little microphone icon. Yeah. I do. And that. if you if you tap yeah. that. It will immediately transcribe for you. Yeah, but you have so as, to be sitting. Yeah. you have to be sitting yeah. in front of your laptop or your desktop to do that. Whereas this little device, I can I can actually 
You can do it anywhere. It sits in my handbag. Sometimes I'll be driving and I'll just grab it and hit record because I'm thinking of something that I want to want to write about and oh, um, do it that way. Up a whole new world. I know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. So so that's that's for busy people who have a lot on their plate, I that's uh, how I'm starting to do it because people kept saying when's the next book, when's the next book and I'm like, Oh my god, I haven't got time to type and then I'm like, Oh, right, use your voice. Use your voice. Mm. So if you're sitting in front, open word, hit on the little microphone, right hand corner, and it will start tight and then you've just got to edit. So that's mm-hmm. I know lots of people. Oh no, I got one of those. Technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So very that simple, might... Diana. Very simple. Yeah, I do it. And yeah, oh, I was wow. just going to say, Kez does it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about writing that bigger, longer book, that might be something that gets it happening sooner rather mm-hmm. than later. Because as you said, kids are, and that for me too, I've got kids' books running around in my head because our goats and llamas provide such <laughs> fodder for funny shenanigans and and laughter and people keep saying you should you should write kids books about these guys they're hilarious and I'm like yeah 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 I'll just add that to my to-do list (laughs) 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 but um yeah I think that you know there are there are the technology is around that can help you do those sorts of things yeah yeah yeah. where's my visa card If you're already writing, you know, you've got seven children's books already, so you've already got a writer's author's profile. Mm. Why not add to that and add different levels of, of fans? And then, mm. you know, the your YouTube channel, we're going to aim to get you some YouTube subscribers, and then you can just um, say, oh, I'm thinking about writing about blah 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 and People can interact with you and go, oh, that sounds like a great idea. How about, you know, open mm. things up to the public. That's right. Uh, mm. Social media can have um, some really great benefits. Yeah, sure, there's the occasional uh, twerp that makes life uncomfortable, yeah. but that's why you have a block and delete button. And um, <laughs> the True. more creative. Not everybody has to like you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> But the world and humanity needs more stories. There is an endless need for stories and storytelling, whether they're for children or whether they're for adults. And only Diana can write from Diana's unique perspective, tone of voice, etc. The same as Kez. Only Kez can write Kez-style books. Um, and so there's enough uniqueness in the world, there's enough demand in the world <coughs> to do that. So absolutely, you, you're successfully writing children's books. Why not, you know, older children, middle, whatever you like. The world's your oyster, Diana. Mm. And oh, particularly, yeah, if you put, particularly if you put those vending machines in Sydney, like <laughs> I can just, I'm thinking of my Sydney friends and going, hmm, that's a great idea. Not just for the young, not just for the young women, but for us old girls who occasionally have a night out and go, "Oh my god, my feet are killing me." <laughs> you know that feeling. <laughs> we do. <laughs> um, Diana, we're going to run out of time. We've got um, uh, five minutes or so left. Where's the best place to get your books? Well, um, 
there's my website, dianasmithbookstoinspire.com, mm-hmm. or um, Amazon. Yep. They're all on Amazon's Amazon. The, Amazon's the um, – uh, you can get anything on Amazon. Like, seriously, we were looking for something obscure on the weekend, uh, like cedar mothballs. And it was Amazon that we went to to get bulk cedar mothballs. So Amazon has everything from that to good books. Um, can you, t- <laughs> can, for our listeners, can you read and show up each one of your books for us, please, Diana? Oh, my goodness. All right. So we have, starting with my grateful book. Oh, plus on Amazon, yes. you can get them in hard copy as well. Yes. So this is that's the hard copy one. This is my book. Then we've got my welcome book. And what's the my welcome book about, Diana? It's welcoming a baby into this world. It's great for baby showers. It's welcoming a baby. Welcome to this earth. You're loved. Just you just solved a problem for me. That's excellent. (laughs) I know what I'm going to get. Yeah. Fantastic. the third one came out just this is one I'm, I'm launching this one online in a few weeks but I have got yes. it ready to sell yes. yeah it's all about it's okay to have feelings there's people we can talk about talk to um it's all right to make mistakes they're just learning yes. experiences and it's called the awareness yes yeah remember that words spoken they really do matter they can lift up as easily as they can shatter oh <laughs> nice. yeah that's cool <laughs> Excellent. And the next um, one? Then we did The Adventures of Clive. I know. Can you open it up for us, please, Diana? It's so lovely. Oh, she does amazing illustrations. Um, Where is Yeah, look at that. Look at that page there. That's beautiful. She's put it on the – she's used it as a hat on her mouth. Can you guess where he is in there? Is that in the ocean? No, he's 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 she's played with him in her bedroom and he's landed on yeah. a pile of clothes and now he's going through the washing machine. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. And then he lands oh. on the grass and the dog sniffs him. <laughs> <laughs> but it oh it has a happy ending. Oh good. It does have a happy ending. Oh yeah, see look at that. Him. Oh, it's oh, gorgeous. Yeah. All right, now we're on to the bruises series. <laughs> you see bruises, bruises everywhere. Here's Bruiser. Oh, he's actually got his own. Oh, he comes to the schools and he was, a, he was a puzzle. <laughs> that was fun. The developing <laughs> process for the puzzle, Diana? I forgot that was in the middle of the book, holding it up. (laughs) (laughs) Bruiser at the park. Oh, wow. Look at her amazing illustrations. And these are his real friends at the park. Oh, nice. Oh, that (laughs) is gorgeous. They all look so happy. There's nothing quite like a happy dog face, is there? And this is Bruiser. Oh, and there's Mom. a beach. Yeah. Bruiser at the beach. Oh, and Bruiser signs his books. Oh, no, <laughs> Bruiser. He's got his paw print. 
That's fantastic. I love the, the old umbrellas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The colours. They're a bit hard to get those colourful umbrellas now. You know, with the different multicolour strands, they're normally just black or all solid colour. Oh, oh true. It's, and it's really like nice. Yeah. Julie's in Florida, but she loves yes. Australian animals. Oh, Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she just loves, and I love like the shadows. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, She's just that's amazing. great. Oh, and the turtles. I've got that as a colouring in paint. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> that's really lovely, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, turtles are great. And kids are and fascinated then, by turtles. This is our um, life. This is camping. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, um, oh, now I've got to show you at the back of the book. It's quite funny, but. <laughs> See, we're yeah, we're camping. <laughs> yes. Um, the problems that we have as authors. I I just wrote the book. Oh, she wanted to draw platypus. Oh yeah. Platypus. Yes. <laughs> but yes. it's got all the Australian things they're, you'd see when you were camping. They're the greatest, oh. weirdest creatures on the planet. <laughs> yeah. They seriously but, are weird. Yes. But they're beautiful. When I was getting it printed, the uh-huh. printer says to me, um, you're short two pages. No. And I what do you mean you're short two pages? She says it needs to be however many pages. I look at the owl. Isn't it beautiful? Oh, beautiful. Oh, mm. that's gorgeous. So I got back to Julie and I said, they say I need another two pages. Well, she sent me, she sent me this one. Which is cute with their marshmallows. Oh candy. yes, yeah. Oh nice, yeah. That is. But then she lovely. sent me this one. Well, I haven't laughed so much out loud. Bruises fishing. <laughs> <laughs> that's and he's brilliant. Got fishing overalls yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, that's great. She said, "Do you want them without the overalls?" And I went, "No, I want no. the overalls." <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's. Oh. Diana, that's gorgeous. Yes. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm. So then I just put the sticker in the book. Yeah, yeah. and that when leads people them order to it the... off me. Yeah, I've got a graphic designer at the moment who's adding it to the books on Amazon yeah. so that when people order it off Amazon, they'll, they'll... get the Amazing. Well. Amazing. Yeah. Mm. Diana, thank you so much for sharing with Kez and I your beautiful, beautiful books. Um, I wish you every success and please don't stop writing. Um, I'm sure Kez will keep you to that writing goal um, and keep writing children's books. But, yeah, give the other writing a go because obviously it's in your soul for a reason and we need more books across the planet, particularly now when things are just a little crazy, shall I say. Mm. Well, you've just opened up a whole new world for me now. Yes! (laughs) Kez and I are here to please. Diana, thank you for sharing so openly with us on the show today. Um, It's wonderful to share you with um, our audience. We don't have a lot of children's authors that come on the show, so it's really, really appreciated that you were able to come and speak to both Kez and I on the show today. Kez, thank you so much. 
We will be Thank back you. next week. Thanks. Diana, don't forget to jump onto Diana's uh, website, look for her books on Amazon, and please subscribe to Diana's YouTube channel today. You'll be glad if you've got kids that you did. And that, my wonderful friends, is your lot for this week. We will be back next week with another author, artist hour with Kez Wickham St. George and myself. Diana, thank you so much. Bye for now, everyone. Bye. I'm so grateful that you've come on the show today to tell us about this process because we must tell these stories. We must.